I have beef with this idea that women are supposed to date for love. They push it down our throats, telling us, If you marry for money, you're gonna work for the rest of your life. Even if you marry for love, you're still gonna work for the rest of your life. My beef is that people have weaponized love against us. We date for lifestyle, not love, so we can experience the fullness of love. Dating for lifestyle, not love, is a manifestation of self-love because you only allow things, people, and situations that love you back. Hey bestie, welcome to the Spoiled Girly Support Group Podcast where we talk about how to get that bag while also securing your own bag. I'm your host Elle and let's get into it. On today's episode, we are talking about playing life on easy mode by dating for a lifestyle, not love, and how this is the secret to entering your lover girl era. I know, it seems counterintuitive, but it'll make sense. But before we get into it, I need you to hit like, subscribe, and the notification bell so you never miss a spoiled girly episode. Dating for a lifestyle, not love, means that whenever you're vetting a man for compatibility, you are looking at his lifestyle. Because whatever it is, good or bad, that will be your lifestyle too. Whatever it is that you want in life, your desired reality, you need to find a man who shares the same mission and vision And a lot of the times, you can find a man who already has the desired reality that you want. And all you have to do is show up and align with him. For example, if you want a more slow living, homesteading type of lifestyle, you shouldn't be with someone who doesn't want that or have that. If you want a hyper luxurious lifestyle, you have no business dating broke men. If you want a healthy lifestyle, you shouldn't be dating someone who has an unhealthy and a sedentary lifestyle. If you want a financially secured life, you shouldn't be with someone who's, I don't know, financially illiterate and irresponsible. Do you get what I'm saying here? It is the exception to the rule that the woman's lifestyle becomes the man's lifestyle. So if this is your situation, you are the exception, not the rule. And good for you. But it runs time and time again that it is the man's lifestyle that influences the woman's lifestyle. That's just how it is. I don't make the rules. It is a phenomenon, okay? And if you want to prove me wrong, you want to be with a man whose lifestyle you do not want for yourself, you want to rescue him, you want to save him, you want to mother him, You do you, enjoy the struggle, love, and when you're over that stage of your life, come back to the Spoiled Girly Support Group and sit in front, okay? You need to sit in front. Now, back to the topic. So a lot of people had beef with me when I said date for lifestyle, not love, because... Women are free agents. We don't need to date for our lifestyle anymore. We can afford our own lifestyles. Men are not meal tickets. Like all these no nuance Nellies try so hard to miss the point. Why would you be with someone whose lifestyle you don't agree with? Why would you be with someone whose belief systems go against yours? Why would you be with someone whose life you don't admire? Why would you be with someone who has behaviors and habits that you don't want your children to have? Why would you be with someone whose life you don't want to partake in? And I think us policing ourselves from doing what is best for us stems from our more recent social conditioning, the 2010s girl boss brand of feminism that told us we can do everything men can do. And being able to do what a man can do is the epitome of the empowered woman. It sounded great at the time, but as it turns out, we can do a lot of the things that men can do. And sometimes some of those things we can do better. But looking back, it seems kind of shady, to be honest, that the most empowered woman is a woman who follows the male model of success, someone who is able to invade and dominate men's spaces, which sets up this dynamic that female spaces are inherently inferior. 
because we are setting up men's spaces as the epitome of a place of empowerment. We were essentially told that the best version of a woman is a man. And maybe we had to learn the hard way that that was the biggest scam of the decade. We were scammed, we fell for it, and it's okay to acknowledge that. Maybe we had to experience the burnout, missing out on key life milestones, reaching rock bottom to learn that we are trying to contort ourselves to fit an ever-changing mold that benefits everybody but ourselves. But we're past that now, okay? We realize we got scammed, it's embarrassing, but we're moving on. When I say date for a lifestyle, not love, and that ruffles you, let me give you the permission to play life on easy mode. There's this false belief that to achieve success, to achieve greatness, you always have to live every single aspect of your life on hard mode. That you need to struggle. That a good relationship is built off of struggle. That struggle love is your birthright because it has been the birthright of the women before you. You think it's your birthright because it's all you've ever known. Your mother, your sisters, your aunts, your friends, they all have struggle love. And you believe that you should have struggle love too. You admire them for their strength, their independence, how they overcome all the struggles in their lives. And you yourself want to be admired too. So you embrace the struggle love narrative for yourself. Listen to me. You are allowed to take the path of least resistance. You are allowed to play life on easy mode. Struggle love is not your birthright. The moment you stop claiming struggle is the moment you simplify your life. And when you simplify your life, you allow yourself to choose the high reward struggles that you will overcome, that will move the needle, that will get you what you want in life. And that's what dating for lifestyle, not love, does. That's how you actually get to a sustainable, loving relationship that is good for you and for the next generations coming from you. Dating for lifestyle, not love, simplifies your love life. So you actually get what you want. So you're not exploited by a below bare minimum low effort man, fake patriarch. That's what it is. Any person who shames women for not choosing struggle is a misogynist. That's why you love seeing women struggle. There's absolutely nothing wrong with dating only men whose lifestyles you want for yourself. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. If you only envision yourself living a hyper luxurious lifestyle, so be it. Stop dating broke men. If you only envision yourself being a pioneer woman, homesteading, having 10 children, living off the grid, you have no business dating a tech bro who doesn't even own a single power tool. You will never ever change a grown man to become what he is not and what he does not want to be. It is not your job. That is not your task. And I guess one of the biggest misconceptions about dating for lifestyle, not love, is the idea that a woman's lifestyle is inherently less meaningful and more easily replaceable by a man's lifestyle. That's why we only date men for their lifestyle, not love, because our lives don't have much meaning, so we can just give it up for whatever man comes along. Okay, no nuance, Nelly. Sit in the front. Are you for real? When you date for lifestyle, obviously you're only gonna date men with the lifestyle that you want for yourself or a lifestyle that you already have for yourself. I'm so done with people trying to miss the point on purpose just so they can spread their hate and insecurity out into the world, okay? If you dated for love and not lifestyle and you don't like your lifestyle right now, that's on you. And the thing is, one woman's poorly made choice is another woman's well-made choice. Whatever it is that gives you fulfillment in life, that is a well-made choice for yourself. The measure of how well a woman makes choices for herself is relative to herself. 
how she feels about it. So female empowerment is not built off of one single archetype that they push to women that changes every couple decades. Women's fulfillment, women's true empowerment, okay, not this, true empowerment is not a trend. So I'm so done with no nuance Nellies trying to miss the point. These are your brain cells, rub them together. The reason why a man's lifestyle tends to overshadow a woman's lifestyle when they get into a partnership is two reasons. Number one, men hold continuous uninterrupted access to income a lot of the time. Obviously, there's extreme situations, but in general, men hold continuous uninterrupted access to income compared to women. Because even if you don't have children, even if you don't get pregnant, who takes on the caregiving roles in a family? For aging parents, for pets, who takes the day off when the pet pretends to be sick? A lot of the time, it's the women who step back from the workforce to take on caregiving roles in a family, even without children involved. Long story short, they may have income and a much higher income when you don't. And he who holds the purse strings holds the direction of the household. So whatever his lifestyle is, whatever his belief system is, that'll be yours too. And this is why I urge you to always have your own education, your own qualifications. Even if you don't have your own income right now, you will have the ability to generate income no matter what. Also, savings and investments. Second, a good man has purpose. If you find a man and he just wants to latch onto your lifestyle, he wants your lifestyle to be his lifestyle, it's giving directionless. It's giving lack of leadership. Obviously, you have your own purpose, but if you desire partnership with a man, it is best to be with a man who has his own purpose, his own plans for his purpose, and is already living out his purpose. He is materializing his purpose. So when you meet him, he already has materials. He will have housing, transportation, his own belief system, a career, a business, a mission, and a vision. When you meet a man, he should already have those things. So if you as a woman come into the relationship with a completely different purpose, this man's purpose or lack thereof will overshadow yours. Like I said, I don't make the rules. It's a phenomenon. It is just what happens. It is the man's purpose, the man's mission and vision that will lead your relationship. And like I said, his lack of purpose will also lead your relationship. And that's why you see a lot of relationships that are going nowhere because the man doesn't have purpose. Another criticism of a date for lifestyle, not love, is this sentiment that you will be stuck in a loveless relationship, a loveless marriage. We date for lifestyle, not love, so we can experience the fullness of love. Dating for lifestyle, not love, is a manifestation of self-love because you only allow things, people, and situations that love you back. When you date for lifestyle, not love, you are in discernment. You know that saying, it's just as easy to love a rich man as it is a poor man? Well, I am telling you, it is so much easier to love a rich man than a poor man. It is so much easier to love a non-poor man. Nothing takes away a woman's opportunities than being drained, being taken advantage of, being exploited, by a man who has nothing to give her. And if you want to learn more about that, watch this episode. It is difficult to love a man who requires you to provide for him in a patriarchy, a system that is built for him. And you know my beef. I feel like I have a lot of beefs, but this is my one beef. I have beef with this idea that women are supposed to date for love. They push it down our throats, telling us, if you marry for money, you're going to work for the rest of your life. 
Even if you marry for love, you're still going to work for the rest of your life. My beef is that people have weaponized love against us. I'm saying now, they fed it to us in fairy tale books, Disney movies, romance books. They fed us this concept of love, especially women, because we're lover girls, okay? That's why I have to tell you that you have to date for lifestyle, not love, because dating for love is the default. Because we're lover girls, we want to fall in love, we want to be romance, we want everything, okay? And I'm telling you, you will not get to that part if you keep dating for love. If you love a man who is making you suffer, that's not love. That's a trauma bond. How can you love someone whose actions do not love you back? When you love a man who is making you suffer, that's you self-sabotaging because you don't think you deserve better. You don't think you deserve someone who actually shows their true love for you. I need you to stop listening to men's words, okay? Words are cheap. And men who have nothing to give you, nothing physical to give you, through acts of service, direct deposits, nothing to give you, they only have words. So they're going to bombard you with words. So I need you to stop listening to words and start looking at actions, okay? I can't hear, I'm deaf. We are done getting taken advantage of. We are done being exploited by men who constantly, continuously tell us that we are not worth anything, but somehow they keep sliding in the DMs. Bottom line is, if you love a man who is making you suffer, that's not love. That's a trauma bond. Get over it. And most of all, it is not good for your self-esteem to be with someone who is making you suffer. Because how can you say you love yourself when each and every time you choose someone who doesn't love you? That's not self-love. And you know that. That's why you don't think highly of yourself. Because your life reflects all the struggle that you chose. And it's like the chicken or the egg. Like, what do I have to change? You have to change from within. You have to tell yourself, like, I'm better than choosing struggle. I don't need to claim this because I know I can do better. The reason why we date for lifestyle, not love, is because we love ourselves enough to do it. Telling women that dating for lifestyle, not love, is gross, gold digging, regressive. We're past that. We have rights now. We're equal now. Telling women that is a scam that perpetuates the exploitation of women. Telling women that we shouldn't seek fair compensation for everything that men harvest from us is a scam that perpetuates the exploitation of women. What these fake patriarchs, below bare minimum low effort men, no nuance Nellies, pick me shuz, what they don't see is that the real shameful behavior here is the parasitic dynamic that they are forcing on women. We don't have to live life on hard mode. Struggle is not our birthright. You are allowed to date for lifestyle, not love, because that is exactly how you will lead a life full of love. That is the only way that you can guarantee a stable relationship with yourself, with another person that is filled with love. Not the fake love that people try to convince you is real when you're with someone who makes you suffer. That's all I have for you today. I just wanted to let you know that you have so much inherent worth and value in a world that is hell-bent on devaluing you. Now get that bag, bestie.